Yo guys, we're back Friday morning with John. Hi. Um, we've been busy this morning, don't Simon did the morning, so yeah. You've trained. I've trained. You've coached. I've coached. You've PT. And I've PT. <laughs> um so yeah, now we're just kinda of gonna get this podcast out of the way just to kind of get back on track. It might be a short one today, we'll see. Um but basically just gonna be talking about calories and self-sabotage when on a diet. Happens all the time. You've probably both done it. 100%. Um, but yeah, something that you see kind of a lot, we see a lot. Don't like Julia. Oh. Girls, bad. if you're listening, right? I've given birth, I've had an injection in my spine, and but nothing compares to the pain of, of your nail snapping off. Nothing. Of course, with my nails. Absolutely nothing. And I've got now a middle finger that looks like it's been chewed by a dog. Like it is awful. It's there's a bit of blood in it. There's a I think there's a like it's just disgusting. And it is bringing down my self esteem with my hands. <laughs> I am not happy. I, yeah, not happy. But. It's painful. I, I remember one of the ladies doing it in here. I can't remember what exercise she was doing, but I remember her going like, and she just had that, and yeah, just took it off. And oh, just to think about like that nail lifting. But the thing is, obviously, that your nails are quite soft, but mm-hmm. like mine have got like a gel on it. So like mine are solid. Yeah, so yeah. imagine that snapping back. Or like, again, it, it does. It looks like I've got rabies of the finger or something. <laughs> you have to put a glove on. Put, put a what? A glove. A Michael Jackson glove. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, anything like that. Anything to do with your fingers. Banging your fingers, banging your toes. Not very nice. Um, but yeah, apart from that, we're all right. We're all right. Surviving. Yeah, big week, really. Mm. Yeah, we. I say we, we not really spoke about it. I mentioned it, but I said we'd talk about it when you were here. Um, I did mention you got attacked off of, off of um, I can't think what they're called. That. Some sort of cricket. <laughs> in the, yeah. in the, oh god, I did, did I? Yeah. In the middle of the night. <laughs> yes. Yes, we were walking back to the apartment and we there was if you've been to oh, not just Greece, there's plenty of everything, but there's um there was stray cats like um so as we was um as we was walking back there was one that looked like uh Lee's cat. So we was kinda of just talking to it as we was going and it started following us, so I was like, Oh, it was only two minutes or not even two minutes around the corner of an apartment to run up get some ham for it and then bring it back down <laughs> so she was talking to it as i walked around the corner and i got i don't know 30 steps away and then she was getting attacked i thought the cat was attacking and i thought she'd done something and when i got around the cat was eating the cricket and yeah it was the cricket that was that had attacked her honest to god it looked like a bat <laughs> I like it was awful. It probably went for my face. <laughs> it was really bad. It was really bad. I went, Gabby! I thought she was getting attacked. Seriously and then, attacked. And then, like, the uh, about what, two minutes later, the pool cleaner came, like, came out of the corner and went, Are You okay, lady? And I was like, Two minutes ago, no, I won't. But, <laughs> like, yeah, like, now I'm fine. I was getting attacked off one of them things. And then he said, That it. And then he was like, Again, I can't do an accent. But he was like, they can't hurt you. You just, um, what did he say? You just crush them. Yeah, you grab it. I'll grab it by the neck or something. Grab it. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to do that on my <laughs> Yes. But the cat got the ham. 
the main part of the story. Oh. Yeah, we got it. We fed it. Fed we fed, I was going to say, we fed quite a few cats, didn't yeah. we? If you've ever been to Lindos and stayed up the hill, we was at the top of the hill. And then we, one day we, our calves were battered, weren't they? It was so yeah. steep, like. So we went down and we was looking for these cats and we couldn't find it. And then we came back up. Oh no, we didn't go down looking for cats. We went down shopping and then we, on the way back up, we seen these cats. So we thought, oh, we'll go to the shop at the top of the hill. So we got the, got the stuff, went back down to find them. They ha- they wasn't there anymore. Um, walked all the way back up the hill. The next day, went all the way back down, couldn't find them, could we? Yeah. And then we ended up, we ended up finding a big one, which we fed. Um, but yeah, that was our holiday, feeding cats, resting. I don't know if you've ever been to Lindos. There's not much to do. People said there's loads to do. There's not. There's literally not much to do. But it was amazing. We just stayed in the pool for four days. No phones. Ets, Giros, or whatever they're called, for four days. Um, got back. A couple of days of coaching and back on work. And then to Wales for crazy time with the kids. Now we need a holiday. To recover. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, it's good. Didn't realise how much we needed the break. Um, we'll probably do a podcast about breaks and, and kind of of that anyway as we as we go but today we are going to be talking about calories on a diet and self-sabotage yes <laughs> i was <laughs> waiting for you to carry on <laughs> uh, most people have done diets most people have done done plans most people have started something new this again massively common in january um when a holiday gets booked when someone or one of your mates is getting married or you're getting married all of a sudden you wake up on a monday morning and go right this is it this is the plan um and you kind of you start but for a lot of people it only takes a bad day it only takes a, a bad weigh-in it all not even that's a bad way in but a weigh-in it only takes one little thing an argument it only takes something to kind of absolutely lose the plot on the plan and because you have done it in a way where you are so strict, it doesn't take you much. Especially if you go like two weeks and three weeks on a low-calorie diet, not eating the food you enjoy, not enjoying the plan you're on, burning the candle at both ends. It usually only, and again, if you're a lady and it's the time of the month, etc. If all these things are thrown in this bucket, it, it can be like a ticking time bomb, and it only takes one thing to kind of send. Not just a lady, but a guy as well. It only takes one thing to kind of blow up. And then once you blow up, it, it doesn't take long to kind of lose the results that you you did work hard for on a on a daft low calorie plan, really. That's the thing, like um like pe- like people think meal plans are amazing and that it's I'm gonna say something positive about meal plans here, but this isn't long term. So to my personal training clients, I give what's called a meal guide. That's not a meal plan. No, 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 it's not. But, 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 like, like, I'm just trying to do something, like, to say something good about a meal Mm. plan. Again, we'd, we'd, we'd be making a good bit of money on the side if we did meal plans, but we refuse to. But what I give to my clients is a meal guide. So it's like, to give someone 140 gram of protein a day when they've been having 20 is really overwhelming. So it's like, right, okay, here's a guide on what I do. Again, it's not this what I eat in a day bollocks that you see on Instagram. It's not that. It's like it's broken down. Um, so it's like, yeah, you'd have to see it, I think. But 
if someone has absolutely no clue about nutrition, if someone has been eating, again, like, like me probably 10 years ago, I mean, and I swear to God, having a Domino's every day, I used to have macaroni cheese on a wrap. Like, this is what a mess my life was in, right? No clue. I, I didn't eat fruit, didn't eat salad, never tried chicken. Absolute mess, right? Wasn't even vegetarian. So... For me to look at a meal plan, I would have gone, right, okay, so it's a good idea to have a meat with maybe rice or pasta and then some veg. That's the only good thing, but again, I have just told you this now, right? That's the only good thing that you can get is an idea, but to give someone to stick to for four weeks is not good. This is why I've adapted it into a meal guide. So it's like, here's a little bit of help, but I ain't giving you more than that. Like the rest will be personalized support. The meal guide is very generic. This is why calories can't be generic. Like, again, if you go into my fitness pile, they'll probably give you 1200. And I, I, I think we've, I think we're going to eat that for breakfast and dinner. Like, never mind all day. Um, and we're, small probably on the smaller side of the average population um so it's just 1200 isn't achievable and it's just it's it's not funny but like when someone comes and we do the calories and we go oh uh, you've got you know you've got 2000 calories oh i can't eat that well you've fucking been eating more than that because you're overweight because if you were eating less than that, you wouldn't be in the position you're in. And it's harsh, but it's true. Again, like, yes, you don't think you can eat that every day. But the fact of the matter is, like, so 2,000 times by 7 is 14,000. You are eating more than 14,000 calories a week. Just probably absolutely monstering it Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So, yeah, 2,000 doesn't seem achievable because you go, no, I, oh, like, I can't have 2,000 on a Monday. And it's like, yeah, but if you actually average out what you're eating, yeah, you can. Um, and it's, this is, it just has to be sustainable uh, when it comes to calories. And again, eh, no, no coach, no machine, no robot in the world can give you your exact calories and be right it happens sometimes it does but as a coach we just give it's not an estimate it is it is literally the most accurate we can do based on the information given to us from the embody scanner and from the client but if the client has gone oh yeah i do 15k steps a day and they don't they do two like that's inaccurate on their side um but obviously that gives that that means we give an inaccurate amount of calories um under reporting needs to be a different um yeah. podcast i think doesn't it like because under reporting is huge um and is the biggest difference between someone getting results and someone not getting results it's it's huge and it's obviously it's spoke about but it it but again, that is um, yeah, we'll talk that's about huge that. for calories. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah. 
on meal plans, like, I've done meal plans where they've handed them out. Um, it's not great. I've done, I've been given meal plans where I've sorted most, not most, all personal trainers are not qualified and not insured to hand out a meal plan. So if you hand out a meal plan to someone and go, I need you to eat this, 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 this for eight weeks, and then something happens to that person and they are um, deficient, is that the word? Deficient, efficient, deficient in, in something. And they go to the doctors and go, oh, your blood's like, your, your iron's down. Like, what have you been doing? You, you can sue that personal trainer then because they put you through that that thing and that personal trainer would be fucked because they're not even insured to do to do meal plans. And But talking about just like in general, you can't, I don't know what you're going to be doing a week on Friday. Like, if I say to you, I need you to eat chicken, rice and broccoli for your tea every single Friday night because that's better than the takeout, you're just creating bad habits. You're just creating a lifestyle that someone can't sustain. So when they can't stay on the planet, they can't eat chicken, rice and broccoli because it's the daughter's birthday and the daughter wants to go to McDonald's. You're just setting this person up to fail. Guilty, throw the towel in, under report, lie, not be on, you don't sing from the same hymn sheet. It just creates unhealthy habits. But if you can give someone an, a meal idea, and this is why we do it, that we get them to fill it out and then give them options. But yet, if you said to someone, or oh, like, here's a couple of breakfasts, and you can go, right, oh, overnight oats, egg white omelette. Um, not egg white omelette, that's why I used to have that's a fucking meal plan. That An omelette, um, I don't know, Greek yogurt and fruit, or chicken sausage on toast. There's some options, and then you go do the same for Tuesday, the same for Wednesday, you do the same for dinner, you do the same for teas, lunch, whatever you call it. You do, here's 10 snacks, just pick and choose from these. Or you can go, right, here's a list of carbs, here's a list of proteins, here's a list of badges. Just pick one from number one, one from two, one from three. And that's a good idea to kind of get you started and to get someone started. When personal trainers do it, they will just spend an hour creating this stupid meal plan, print it off, put it in a nice little folder and then hand that to everyone and charge them. And that's where things go wrong. And that's where meal plans basically get the the bad name from. Um, yeah, meal plans have, have the place, but it's usually done by someone who is highly qualified in a field for athletes. Like Cristiano Ronaldo probably has a meal plan. Um, he probably, but he's got a chef and he'll have a nutritionist and he'll have the best. And that's what, because when you're at that stage in a, in a profession or a fighter or something, those little bit of inches make a massive difference. For the general public who we're talking to, meal plans are not a great idea because most people have an unhealthy relationship already with nutrition. So putting a meal plan on them and asking them to go from zero to 100, it's not great. It doesn't kind of set things up. Um yeah, it's not it's not great. Um but yeah, what else did you go back? I can't think what else you said. Um meal plans, um my fitness pal giving you twelve hundred calories. Um under reporting, that's gonna be next week. We could do a whole week about my fitness pal, couldn't we? Yeah, well, yeah, we'll that. Yeah, we'll cover that. Um but yeah, today we are gonna be talking about like kind of calories and plans, but more so on twelve hundred calories, not my fitness pal or anything, but why like a lot of people will do such low calories, why people will end up some self sabotaging and it doesn't take a lot, does it? It doesn't take a lot to have an off day. No, it doesn't at all. Just before we go off on this, right, I've just seen this news article, right? A runner in the Commonwealth Games has come last in the 400 metre dash after his penis came out in the middle of the race. What? Running on his, on his penis fell out. I want to wait to the, the ground. Oh, my God. Anyway, wow. 
So self-sabotage. Yes. Um, yeah, it doesn't take a lot. It doesn't take a lot to kind of... If you're on a plan for, let's say, 1,500 calories, which, again, is not a lot of food, and, and you're on track and you do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you do Thursday, and you're on 1,500 calories, and let's say your meat and its calories are... 1800 so if you eat 1800 calories on the average over the over the every day for the week you're not gonna gain weight but you won't lose weight so a lot of people will do monday tuesday wednesday thursday okay and then friday saturday sunday it is not it's not hard to leave that deficit is it it's not it's not hard to over consume not to go into to gaining weight but to go into a place where you don't get results and after two or three weeks of training hard and not getting results a lot of people will go, this is, nah, it's not for me. Get pissed off. Proper throw the towel in on the full journey. That 300 calorie difference between a deficit and maintenance is, it, it's, it's pouring too much cereal in. Again, that, like, cereal's a fucker for that, and mm. it, like, and because I love cereal. It is, Gran- it. Granola's a bad yeah, granola's bad for it, and we're eating a class- lot of that at the minute. Like, but we we do ours in portion size because we yeah, are yeah, yeah. But like, but, but it's it's so easy to guesstimate in it. Mm-hmm. Like, so that can that can literally creep you. Coffee's like a couple of like. Remember that lady who was having five coffees, no, ten coffees, a day, uh, ten teas a day, and she was just having a quarter and quarter sugar and milk. So it works out it was five hundred calories. On a yeah. Week. That's 500 calories a day. It's little things like that. And again, Neil in the studio, he's just... Because I think he has, again, an insane amount of coffees with two sugars in, Mm -hmm. and he's cut the sugars out, and it feels unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And again, sugar's not bad for you, but if you're having 10 coffees a day with two sugars in... It's calories. It's still calories. And again, like, uh, we've had clients before who haven't counted the oil when they're cooking. Mm -hmm. Um, But that, again, can be the difference between a deficit and maintenance and you're scratching your head as to why you've not um as to why you've as to why you're not getting results yeah. you know not not measuring out your wine and just filling the glass up or just finishing the bottle or just finishing your kids plates all of these little things can make a huge difference and it depends on obviously you do have to have an element of discipline and especially in the first few weeks of tracking, you have to be that precise because you are going to be scratching your head, your head, your head, your head. And you need to be like, you need to learn about where your like, you need to learn where your habits and behaviors are. And if it is that you finish everyone's plate, it, you know, if it is that you're using X amount of oil for cooking, you need to hold yourself accountable for it. Keep it if you want it. Don't get me wrong, um, but I just think there's better things to spend your calories on than oil when you can just use fry light um, or get an air fryer. Amazing. Um, so it's it's knowing what you have, looking at what you have, and making sensible swaps, isn't it? Um, because it is. The finer details sometimes that you don't think of that can be the difference between getting results and not, basically. Um yeah. And it's like I told I told the PT girls yesterday, 
um, you have to overestimate. So like, say if, say if they went to like an independent cafe, who obviously they are on my fitness pal, Nando's are, McDonald's are, etc. But like, you know, independent cafes are. So if they get a bacon and sausage bar, if they put it in my fitness pal, and there's one for four, and there's one for three hundred calories, and there's one for four fifty, of course you're gonna go. I'll go for three hundred. But again, that could be the the biggest difference between them being in a deficit and or being at maintenance slash surplus, depending on how close their deficit is. Um, and yeah, it's always better to overestimate. Obviously, if there's one for 800, it's clearly not 800 calories, it's just someone's put in. Um, but, you know, just be sensible with obviously what you're doing, because again, that's a bit of self-sabotage, isn't it? Yeah, yeah most people probably won't go into surplus um, from it, um, unless you actually, um, unless you are actually going crazy on things, because most coaches will will probably most of them would hopefully touch wood would be clued up enough um to put you in a decent deficit not 1200 calories but a decent deficit which is like 500 let's say 500 a day which is three and a half thousand for the week which is a pound around estimate around a pound of body fat a week so most people will not kind of again that it's dead easy to eat 500 calories a day extra but a lot of people won't won't kind of eat the three and a half thousand plus per week to go into a surplus and gain a little bit of body weight when the when the training and when they're kind of on it a little bit but most people will ruin the deficit and go into maintenance and that's when that frustration comes in that fact that you're training you're training two times a week and three times a week you, you are eating better but why are you not getting results and then if you if if you're not being honest with your coach or even if you're not got a coach and just doing it yourself, it's very likely then that you just throw a towel and go, this is shit. Like I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. It's not worth it. Like when really you was doing really well, you could have just been slightly in out of the deficit. And if you're not in a deficit, it doesn't matter if your deficit, it, 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 let's say your deficit is 2000 for quick maths and you do 2100 calories, it, you, you're not in a deficit anymore and you, and you won't lose weight, which is really like stupid one, but it, it, it's just, it's simple science. Deficit to lose weight, maintenance to maintain, surplus to gain weight. And if you're consistently in maintenance, even though you're training really hard Monday to Friday, but those weekends are ruining your, your plan and taking you out of the deficit, you're, you're not losing weight, basically. Um, Self-sabotage is kind of... Um, it, it it does happen in fitness it does happen in it happens a lot in like relationships and stuff doesn't it when when people get to like a certain thing or people like will be doing well in business or and it's like a mindset thing of like that fear of like i'll, I'll ruin it myself like uh, like if things are going really well with business and you're doing really well you just stop doing like what need it's just like a, a mindset kind of thing of like nervous against you much i'm like and it is a fear kind of thing it can be an anxiety kind of thing of i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop this now before it, it goes wrong or and then you actually ruin it yourself uh, with with nutrition what we see it's kind of it's usually just an education kind of thing it's usually down to the fact that the person doesn't want to ruin it it's more of a case of an education kind of thing that a lot expect results faster than they actually come a lot of an unrealistic mindset around how this this whole thing works usually due to slimming clubs and fad diets and dickhead coaches and, and that like a lot of people will come in expecting to get um, like 
world transforming, life changing, total different body, different dress sizes in twenty eight days. In twenty eight days, and you're like, it, it's you can change a lot of person. Like we've had clients who've dropped over a stone in twenty eight days and feel different confidence wise, and I've learned about proline and I've learned about like the basics. But you have someone who comes in at like four or five stone overweight and they think that they deserve the results because they've done the work for 28 days. And you never have to be perfect. It very rarely will be perfect to get to a time if you're going on stage or whatever and you have to clean it up a lot more than... But for most people, it never will be perfect. It's just progression that you're kind of after. But a lot of people think that they they actually work harder than they do. A lot of people think that they, they move up more than they do and... You don't deserve anything like you only get out what you put in and a lot of people get pissed off that they don't they don't get a six pack in 28 days and you're like it's not how it works we see this a lot on muscle building don't we um yeah a lot of people that like think i've done four weeks if you never lifted a weight before you get good muscle like build muscle wealth at the start of your plan you have that kind of advantage over people who trained a long time but then you'll get people who have trained a long time I've half asked the nutrition, half asked the plans and stuff, and they'd be like, oh, why am I, like, my muscles not... And you're like, oh, like, how's your protein? I'm not sure, I'm not tracked it. And you're like, I don't know what you want. Like, why is there my you go. Yeah, like, why is my muscle not building like I'm training? You're like, yeah, but you, you, you're not... You're, you're still doing a 30-kilogram hip thrust. You're still doing... Your deadlifts have not changed for 12 weeks, um, and, and you're not really lifting heavy, Um like you're not pushing yourself enough and just because you turn up that's not enough just because you you eat protein um once a day that's not enough you have to you have to um you have to i think a lot of people don't understand how much effort you actually have to put in to get the results and you have to put more effort in at the start until this does become a lifestyle because once it does become a lifestyle it's not easy but it is easier isn't it like yeah like us coming off holiday was tough. I don't like cooking when I get back off holiday, um, but it's easier for me to fall back into the plan rather than someone who does slimming well for two weeks comes back and then tries to fall back into that plan. At the start of the journey, it is tough. You have to put more effort in, like I said, but you don't deserve anything. You don't. You don't deserve like. You don't deserve to be healthy. You don't deserve unless you do the work. Like. Um, and that's where a lot of people kind of struggle. What's that the saying that you always say? Or is that not the saying? Something about the world or something about I can't remember what you always say. Um, well, like they, like they think they're the... The old stuff. They think that the world owes them something. Mm, you usually say, there's the same point. What do you normally say? Everyone thinks that the world owes them a fiver. No. <laughs> Doesn't make that up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't think what it is, but yeah. Um, but it is true, like, a lot of people do, do, do and, and you don't you don't deserve anything unless you're doing the work. Um, like, a lot of people, and we've had it in the past, we have clients who join us in the past, sign up, and then think that they're going to get results just because they signed up to a programme, and that's not how it works still. Yes, you've done the first step, which is not the hardest step. I used to say it was the hardest step. It's, it's clearly not. But a lot of people will join a program or join a gym and think, oh, yeah, I've done, I've done it now. A lot of people will, will inquire and think they've done enough. Um, but you've not really. Unless you do the work and you're consistently putting the effort in, 
You don't deserve anything. Yeah. He's right. Mm. Yeah, dead short podcast that, Gavin. Well no. done. <laughs> but we'll be back next week. If you need anything, give us a shout on Facebook and Instagram, Santa Fitness Warrington. Um, our online programme kicks off extremely soon. So if you want the details, please give us a message. And uh, we'll be back Monday. Any topics you want us to cover, let us know. But please get in touch. If you're on Spotify, you can leave us a review really quickly. It does mean a lot. Um, and we'll be back Monday. Have a good weekend. Ta. Ta.